0: Welcome to the Christine Spray Show, bringing you insights and stories from successful CEOs to help grow your business and increase your revenue. The Christine Spray Show is brought to you by your podcast team, where having your own podcast is as easy as being a guest on ours. Find out more at yourpodcast.team. Now, here's your host, Christine
1: Spray. Hi, I'm Christine Spray, and welcome to another episode of the Christine Spray Show. For this episode, we have a guest host, David Spray, who is speaking with Gino Wickman, who is the founder of Entrepreneur Operating System and the author of many books, including Traction and Rocket Fuel. Dave and Gino discussed his background and how he's impacting one million entrepreneurs through his latest book, Entrepreneurial Leap. Although Entrepreneurial Leap is primarily focused on people who are considering taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Gino shares that the book contains a wealth of ideas for existing entrepreneurs as well. Perhaps the most important thing is existing entrepreneurs Gino has received feedback from say that the book alone has helped reignite their passion for their businesses. This episode gives a great overview of the book and literally dozens of actionable insights. Additionally, the book's website, which can be found at www.e-leap.com, is packed with valuable content, all of which Gino has generously made available for free. This is a book that I have read and shared with many people. Gino's passion for helping entrepreneurs is contagious. Now let's get to the show.
2: Hi, Gino. Welcome to the podcast.
0: Thank you, Dave. It is a pleasure to be here, and I'm really looking forward to this.
2: Yes, as am I. So there's a lot to to cover. I think I first learned about you from a book you wrote called Traction. Can you talk just a bit about Traction and the entrepreneurial operating system that was involved in that? And then I want to spend most of our time though, talking about your latest projects.
0: For sure. And, and I'll give you like a lightning fast two minute history that leads us up to the book Traction because, you know, I've been an entrepreneur almost my entire working life. And so I graduated high school with a solid 2.3 GPA and did not go to college <laughs> because, you know, I could not wait to get out of academia. I was an entrepreneur in the making and I wanted to go make money. And then I had this crazy, scrappy, wild, and crazy decade in my 20s, ultimately taking over a family business that was in need of turnaround. I was able to completely turn that business around, armed with two amazing mentors in my dad and Sam Cup. And then we successfully sold the business. And going into my 30s, I realized what I was and why I'm on this planet. And that was to help entrepreneurs get everything they want from their businesses. And so set out to do that at around 32. and After five years of working with my clients, 50 companies, 500 sessions, I put the finishing touches on what is now EOS, and then put it all in a book called Traction. And so now we sit here today with over 130,000 companies using those tools. I'm happy to say Traction sold its millionth copy about three months ago. And that's awesome. Yeah. And so that's made quite an impact on the world. And there are a total of five books in the Traction library and and so with that is all about helping the entrepreneur of a ten to two hundred and fifty person company get everything they want from their company, run that business like a Swiss watch, and ultimately kind of live their ideal life.
2: Okay, that is a quick background.
0: So uh, like <laughs> yeah, you can go back takes... and dig. Yeah, you can go back and dig into anything you want. But I always like to give the high level context for for new faces and ears. Yeah, no, I I
2: appreciate that. And are you still involved in in leading EOS uh, sessions?
0: Oh, yeah. So that is my number one love. We're at my peak. I was doing 150 sessions a year, which is borderline crazy. Now I only do about 40 sessions a year, handful of clients. These are the clients that have been with me forever, but Mm -hmm. I absolutely love it as much as I did the first day. I actually know
2: a bit about that because uh, my wife, the namesake of uh, this podcast, yes. is, as you very well know, an EOS implementer herself.
0: All too well. And she back when, back in the days when I was building the company and teaching all of the first 40 boot camps, I'm happy to say she was in one of my boot camps.
2: Oh, I didn't even know that. So that's yeah. good, that is good to know. So what I'd like to do is just kind of jump now to the Entrepreneurial Leap and tell me what was it? So first of all, why don't you uh, describe what Entrepreneurial Leap is? And then why don't we talk about what prompted you or motivated you to write that?
0: For sure. So first of all, Entrepreneurial Leap is a passion project and a mission to impact a million entrepreneurs in the making. And so it's all about finding these wonderful people that think they might be an entrepreneur, helping them to determine if they are and then show them the life they were born to live. And I kind of did it in reverse. So I've spent the last 30 years of my life obsessing about and helping entrepreneurs with successful businesses, helping them become even more successful. What I then decided to do is go to the front end of the entrepreneurial journey and then help these entrepreneurs in the making. And as the saying goes, We teach what we needed the most. It's a Daniel Kennedy quote. And so what I'm doing is I'm teaching my 18-year-old self, who was that lost, confused, scared, overwhelmed, mislabeled derelict. I was an entrepreneur in the making, and I just had no idea what I was. And I didn't fully realize it till I was 29. And so I lost 11 years of clarity. And so I wrote this book and created this project to help any entrepreneur in the making out there, anybody who thinks they might be age thirteen to hundred and thirteen, and everything in between, okay. uh, ultimately understand if they are. Got it. Okay, that I'm
2: not used to my guests being so succinct in, <laughs> and comprehensive in their answers. You're like, I'm well, you're standing it, it, a little ahead yeah, of
0: me. That's awesome. And by the way, and, and don't be afraid to back me up and dig a little deeper, but yes, you will find I am very succinct, and but you can dig a little deeper if you want to dig deeper.
2: Okay. So I don't know if you recall, but we actually met at a strategic coach workshop about five years ago. I was doing a makeup class and it was your regular class. And I had a chance to meet you and some of the other famous strategic coach people, Joe <laughs> Polish and Peter Diamanis. And so it was uh, it was a, a pleasure to meet you because I'd already read Traction by then. And so just on a so a, a funny story when my wife became an U.S. implementer and she brought home a copy of Traction and I started reading it and I think I was about one page in and I turned to her and said, this guy's in strategic coach because I could, I could just sense some of Dan Sullivan's ideas. I could just sense kind of uh, permeating that. When, when did you join strategic coach? I've been a
0: strategic coach now for 24 years. So I got in the program, I think I was about 29 or 30 years old is my best guess. Okay. Okay. Well, now that we've
2: covered that little detour, so I had read a stat not too long ago saying that even though it's easier than ever to start a business because of technology and the cost of starting a business is less than it's ever been, the percentage of people choosing to embark on an entrepreneurial path is at like a historical low. Does that stat sound about right? And is that part of what has motivated you to create the Entrepreneurial Leap?
0: Well, actually, it's kind of the opposite. It's interesting because it ebbs and flows. And certainly, 08 and 09 in the Great Recession, it spawned a ton of entrepreneurs. And this pandemic has spawned a bunch of entrepreneurs. My understanding is that the startup rate is like increased 400% due to this pandemic. But regardless of whether it's ebbing or whether it's flowing in terms of new entrepreneurs being spawned, this content is timeless. And just like with EOS, I, I fully expect it to last 100 years and hopefully beyond that. So what this is about is it's truly about kind of a misnomer because right now, everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. and And, and this is a cautionary tale. And I am trying to save lives because what I'm trying to help people do is understand the life, what it is, and helping them understand if they truly are one. And I'll go into what that means in just a second. Because people taking an entrepreneurial leap that don't have what it takes are about to embark on 10 years of sheer hell. And i okay. trying to solve that pain. And so just like in the 70s and 80s, when everyone wanted to be a rock star, now everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. And and so the way that I approach this content and I wrote this book is in three parts. I call it confirm, glimpse, and path. And so in confirm, we're first confirming whether or not you have what it takes. And I'll share again what that means in just a second. In glimpse, it's about showing you a glimpse of the life so you see all that is possible and all of your options as an entrepreneur. And then path is then showing you a path That's going to help eliminate half the mistakes you're about to make. You still need to make the other half. Can't solve them all for you. And it's part of the process. you got to make some mistakes. But then it also greatly increases your odds of success. And so as we talk through the content, I always want to kind of anchor which part of the book we're in. And so to the point about confirm, what we first have to do is confirm that entrepreneur in the making truly has the six essential traits, which are visionary, passionate, problem solver, driven, risk taker, and responsible.
2: Okay. Yeah, that I'm just thinking through that. That seems to describe most of the entrepreneurs I know.
0: Yeah, and when you look around your strategic coach class, that's pretty much what the room reeks of. So that's pretty much, it's it's scientific at this point, and that's a true entrepreneur reeks of those six things for better or for worse.
2: Okay. So, and I believe you also have like an assessment to help somebody discover how good of a fit they are. Is that yeah. right?
0: Yeah, for sure. And what I'll do is let me, do, I'll do a little riff on this kind of confirm part of the book Okay, and talk let's about do what, the, what the assessment does. So- you know, again, my belief and everything I've experienced in this last three decades with thousands of entrepreneurs and certainly all of the entrepreneurs I know validate this is that these six essential traits, you are truly born with them. They cannot be taught. They are genetic. They are DNA. And so half of the world agrees with me and half the world doesn't. And I hope I'm wrong because I hope 7.5 billion people on the planet can all become true entrepreneurs. I just don't buy it. And statistically, it works out to about 4% of the population. Some say 3%. But the point is, it's a small percentage. Mm -hmm. And so the idea is, we want you, the listener, to kind of scan your body and determine, do you have these six essential traits? And just to do a little deeper dive for you, visionary just means that you have lots of ideas. You're able to connect the dots. You have a sixth sense. You see things others don't see. You're able to see around corners. And you're able to just kind of put things together. Passionate means you have passion for your product, your service, this thing you want to bring to the world. You have strong belief. You want to put a dent in the universe. You want to fill a void in the world. Problem solver is that you are a creative problem solver. You, when there's a setback, lean into those things. You lean into problems. You're an optimist by nature. You see solutions where other people see problems. Driven means that you have an internal fire, a sense of urgency, you're competitive, you want to succeed, you're self-motivated, you hustle, you love working hard. Risk taker means that you don't freeze when it comes time to make a tough decision. You don't suffer from analysis paralysis. You're rebellious Mm -hmm. by nature. You're willing to fail. You tend to beg for forgiveness as opposed to ask for permission. And then number six, responsible means that you blame no one. There are two types of people walking the earth. When something goes wrong, half the world blames everyone else. The other half takes responsibility. And if what I just shared describes you, then odds are really good that you are an entrepreneur in the making. And to your question and point, I offer an assessment. It's on the website for free, e-leap.com. And you go ahead and you answer 25 questions about yourself and out pops a result. And if you score 90 or higher, odds are pretty darn good that you have these six essential traits. And if you score l- lower, you probably don't. And if you don't, it's okay. That just means this isn't the career option for you. And there are a thousand other options.
2: Hmm. It reminds me, your approach reminds me a bit of the e-myth when, they, when he talks about, I think he calls it an entrepreneurial seizure. Yes. And it kind of, I see some, it sounds like some parallels because he also is, decades ago, I think, that he was trying to really give people some warning that just because you're a good plumber does not mean that you're going to be a good operator of a plumbing company. Exactly
0: right. He talks about the three types of people in a company, the entrepreneur, the manager, and the technician. And yeah, a mm-hmm. lot of technicians get an entrepreneurial seizure and think that they can run out and start their own business and become that entrepreneur and like i said only 3 or 4% have what it takes to do that
2: yeah so so that was the confirmation section do we want to move on to the next the next phase
0: absolutely let's do it and so again the next part is called glimpse and what i do in glimpse is three very specific things number 1 i share countless real world stories about entrepreneurs in the making who were right where you are out there in the audience and how they built what they built. The second thing I do is then I share a day in the life of an entrepreneur, both heaven and hell. So a day in heaven, a day in hell, so you can see what it's like. And sadly, most entrepreneurs are living the day in hell every day. And then I teach eight critical mistakes to avoid so that you can live a day in heaven every day of your life as an entrepreneur. And then the third thing I do is I then share with you all of your options as an entrepreneur. What It'll help you determine what you're drawn to as an entrepreneur. And so it's a tool called My Biz Match. Again, on the website, e-leap.com. It's free. You'll spend about 20 minutes clicking a bunch of buttons and out will pop the perfect business for you because not every entrepreneur is built to build every business. And there's also a fallacy. Right now, every entrepreneur in the making is being sold a bill of goods that becoming a tech billionaire is the only destiny for an entrepreneur. And there's just so many other options. And so what it helps you understand is what are all the industries to choose from? There's more than just tech. And then what are all the types of businesses? Product business, service business, B2B, B2C, high price, low volume, low price, high volume, commodity base, and then size, which is most important because you don't have to build a billion dollar company. It's okay to build a three million dollar company. It's okay to have 10 employees. And so ultimately, it will help you get clarity around what type of business you're built to build. And so for me, I sold EOS worldwide. Once we got to around 150 employees, and so it's, it's not fun to me or interesting to me when it gets much bigger than that organization now has 500 people. I can't imagine still owning that. I still own 12 and percent. I'm a silent owner. I still own all the books. I'm still the EOS guy, but I have no desire to be at the helm of that organization at, at size. And that's just what I know about myself. And so the mm-hmm. idea is help, to help you know more about yourself as a future entrepreneur. Got it.
2: Have you heard of the podcast The Sweaty Startup? I have by, not. By Nick, I can't think of his name, but he he started a a storage business for college students when he was going to Syracuse, hmm. and that ended up growing into a self-storage business, and he his sort of mission is to help people start businesses in what he calls sweaty businesses and these okay. niches that people wouldn't think about, like pool cleaning, pest control, asphalt sealing, and and so and that's his point too. That that if you think that your only option is to be a tech billionaire, you're really missing out on a whole bunch of other opportunities. And it sounds like that's part of your message around the my biz match, right? That they don't have
0: to all be a billion dollar companies. accurate. And I have a fondness for the scrappy businesses and their sleepers because I always say there's nothing wrong with building a $4 million heating and cooling company with 40 people throwing off a 20% profit. And those companies, in a lot of cases, are looked down on in the media. Everybody wants to celebrate the tech billionaire, but man, there's so much opportunity in those sweaty businesses. I love that. I've never heard it said that way before. But yeah, the scrappy blue collar companies, man, that's there's so much opportunity waiting to happen.
2: Mhm. Mhm. So, once the my business my biz match happens, is it now time for uh, the my vision clarifier?
0: Well, that's now where we're getting to path and so that tool okay. shows up there. So, let's tie it together. Now we've confirmed that you are and you have what it takes and you have the six essential traits and you scored 90 or higher. We now go to Glimpse and we show you the life and all that is possible and all of your options. And now you have clarity. Now you're ready to run and we move you to Path. And I love that you're choosing that tool because I want to take advantage of anchoring something here. And that is in each one of those parts of the book, Confirm, Glimpse, and Path, there's a very specific tool. And we call those tools the One, Two, Three Roadmap. And so the tool in Confirm is the Entrepreneur in the Making Assessment that we talked about. The tool in Glimpse is my Biz match to help you understand the business that is right for you. And then the tool in Path is My Vision Clarifier, which is a tool that you fill out that helps you clarify your vision so you can start to crystallize what it is that you want to build. And by going to the website, clicking on the one, two, three roadmap button, it will take you through those three tools. And in an hour, you literally have a roadmap to start a better startup. And so I want to start there since you brought it up, but let me first just give you kind of a chapter outline of what is in PATH and you knowing your audience better than I know your audience. Just if there's one or two of these chapters or tools that jump out at you, uh, just you tell me what is most appealing to your audience. But here are the okay. chapters in PATH. The first one is college or not. And so I present all the facts. If you're at an age where you need to decide to go to college or not, uh, I present all the facts. And at the end of the day, it's a choice. It's not an anti-college message. The next chapter is about discovering your passion and passion is the number one reason you're going to succeed. And so I offer seven exercises for how to discover your passion. The next chapter is about how to find a mentor and having a mentor being a speed pass to success. You're going to be fine without one. You're not going to fail, but it will greatly increase and speed up your opportunity to succeed with a great mentor. And so I show you exactly how to do that. The next is on 10-year thinking and the power of being patient and thinking in 10-year timeframes and the irony of how you will literally get there faster with that mindset. The -hmm. next chapter is on the eight disciplines for increasing your odds of success, followed by the chapter on the nine stages for building your business. And then I conclude with the final chapter, a lifetime of growth, learning, and motivation, where I share the books, the podcasts, videos, blogs, quotes, and general advice, to just stay motivated and keep growing. And so are there any one of those that kind of jump out at you that would be helpful for yes. audience?
2: Yes, there are several. So let's talk about finding a mentor. You, I believe in your early, your entrepreneurial career, I believe you had two mentors that were really significant. Is that right?
0: That is correct. So I was very fortunate. My greatest mentor is my dad. So he was an amazing mentor, still is, quite frankly. And he was my people mentor. He taught me how to lead and communicate to one or 1,000. And then my second mentor was a gentleman by the name of Sam Cup, a very successful businessman in the area that my dad actually introduced me to. And, And I met with him every month for years. And he really took me under his wing. And when I was turning around that family business just imparted his wisdom. So I was very fortunate to have two. And then Dan Sullivan is a huge mentor for me in my life and has been for the last 24 Mm -hmm. years. And so I've just been able to find mentors along the way. And then ironically... My dad literally wrote a book called Mentoring, so he wrote the book on mentoring. Oh yeah! I, and what I do is I kind of glean some of the best from that book in this chapter in the book because I basically show you how to find the perfect mentor for you because it truly is a process and a science. And like I said, you're going to be fine. And the the many entrepreneurs I've interviewed, fifty percent had true mentors. didn't. So you're going to be fine. You're going to succeed. It's just a speed pass to have a mentor who is where you want to go and have them take you under their wing.
2: Yeah, got it. Okay. Let's talk about the 10-year thinking. I, I know Dan Sullivan's kind of a fan of 25-year thinking. So compared to that, your 10-year thinking is, is almost like short-term thinking in a way, isn't it?
0: Yeah, from, from Dan's standpoint, it would be. And then there are people out there actually teaching 100-year thinking, right? So this is like 101 stuff. But the reality of it is 99% of the population freaks out at the mere thought of 10-year thinking. And so what I'm doing here with this energy that is a entrepreneur in the making. These are people that are typically very impatient. They want everything now. And so there's such urgency that if they can learn to shift their thinking to tenure thinking, it's so ironic because time literally slows down. There's a peace that comes over you. You start making better decisions. And then ironically, you get there faster. So there's a common Mm -hmm. quote in business that talks about how we overestimate what we can accomplish in a year but we underestimate what we can accomplish in 10 years and so the reality is you all you need is a good decade you can build an empire in 10 years if you can just get yourself to slow down and so for the you know person listening out there that's 25 years old and thinking about it, becoming an entrepreneur and wanting everything now and fast and they want to build their billion dollar company by 30 my urging to them is just slow down you at 25 years old by all measures you have six good 10 year timeframes left. You've got six good decades. You've got a lot of time. And even if you're sitting there and you're 55 and you're listening, by all measures, you have three good decades left. And so there's mm-hmm. a lot of time. And with that shift in mindset, you literally will make better decisions and ironically get there faster. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I remembered uh, reading a while back about even just five-year thinking this author made the point that in five years, um, a person can become a world-class expert at anything. Absolutely. That's all it takes is five years. Absolutely. So let's talk about some of the disciplines. You'd mentioned there's eight of them.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, same thing. I'll run through all eight at a high level. You pick one or two that really jump out for you and your audience. So here are the eight disciplines for increasing your odds of success. Number one, clarify your vision. Number two, decide if you are a partner person. Number three, know that the bigger the problem you solve in the world, the more successful you will be. Number four, get feedback from customers and clients early and often. Number five, know that your first plan will not be your final plan. Number six, work hard, really hard. Number seven, take criticism and doubt from others with a grain of salt. And number eight, see it every night. Let's work
2: backwards. What does see it it every night mean?
0: Yeah, so very powerful discipline. And I always like to say, not to get all kumbaya on you, but there's power in your mind, seeing in vivid color the outcome, okay? And so it's whatever your goal is, When your head hits the pillow every night, just make sure you see it in vivid color. When the mind's eye sees it, it is more likely to happen. Universal laws kick in that we cannot explain, but things align and get you there faster. So it's a very simple discipline just to see it every night. Whatever it is, it can't be 50 things. It can't be 10 things. It can't be five things. And so it's the one overriding most important long range goal and just simply see it every
2: night. That reminds me of a, a book I'd read that uh, talked about the word priority is actually singular. Mm-hmm. But somehow like 50, 80 years ago, it became plural where one could have multiple priorities. Yeah. And and I forget which who the author was, but his point was that you can have only one priority. Oh, it comes from the productivity planner from intelligent change. And, and I think that's kind of what you're saying too, that you can't see, you can't have a clear vision in color of 20 things. You bet. Less, like trying is, to watch 10- less is more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Talk about the early feedback. Cause I know I've seen entrepreneurs make this mistake where instead of trying to have the minimum viable product, they they try to hit perfection before it hits the marketplace. And I was told once that's the primary difference between West Coast companies and East Coast companies, that East Coast companies tend to spend way more time preparing. And the thesis of this author was that it's about the weather, that in the East Coast, it's just indoctrinated in you or in the part of the world you grew up in, Michigan, that you have to prepare for the winter. You have to prepare for the seasons. And so preparation and kind of having the details worked out is more significant, but on the West coast and Silicon Valley, the weather's pretty much great all the time. And so there's not that same mindset of preparation and kind of perfection before launching. You can just launch with a minimum viable product. Is that kind of what you're saying here as far as getting feedback early is kind of along that minimum viable product or is there more to it than that?
0: Yeah, well, I'm not smart enough to know how the West Coast and the East Coast do it. So all I can explain is what I did in everything I've ever created and what my clients did in everything they've created. So in everything that I teach, there's not an ounce of theory. And so this is just what they did to build amazing businesses. And coincidentally, it's what I did. And so the point in this is, you're exactly right. Sitting around and trying to get your product or service perfect before you share it with anyone is an absolute mistake. And so the idea is you've just got to get to market. You've got to sell one thing, be it a service or a product, and then get feedback from that customer or client quickly. And Steve Jobs said it best. He said, know them better than they know themselves. And so it's all about getting as close to your customer as possible finding out what their needs are, finding out their reaction to the solution you just provided to that need and hearing what they say, because it is almost impossible to create a product or a service, take it to market and it be perfect. And so Mm -hmm. it's all about iterations, quick feedback, getting their reaction and obsessing about providing them value. And so as I created EOS for five years, I did 500 sessions with 50 clients. And I just every single session, it was constantly getting feedback on what I was creating. And it took five years until I got to the point that every tool that I finalized, every step in the process was highly valuable to every client, they were rating it 10s. But certainly, day one, it didn't look anything like it looked at the end of the last day in the fifth year. And so it's just all about those iterations. And then the beauty is, or the reality is, that's a never-ending cycle. You've got to keep getting their feedback to make sure that they are considering it to be highly valuable. That way, you'll always stay ahead of the competition. And so again, that discipline is called get feedback from customers and clients early and often.
2: Now, I, I love it. And I know Dan, I hate to just keep referencing Dan Sullivan, but when I talk to you, it it's just the ideas keep popping into my head. He's always said, first, find one customer to at least prove that there's some demand and then try to get 10 because that kind of takes you to the next stage and then try to get a 100. And then you know that you've really, you're kind of there. So yeah, I, I really like that. And what about your first plan is not your final plan? You touched on it a bit there when you were talking about getting the feedback because things may change, but I think you meant something slightly different there, right, that your first is not your final?
0: Yeah, so this, again, these are disciplines and this these are ways to increase your odds of success. And so the discipline here is knowing that plan that you created. So literally when you go and you fill out that tool, My Vision Clarifier, It's to not fall in love with that plan because it is going to change. Your first plan is not going to be your final plan. And so you always must be prepared for and or have a plan B because somewhere between day one of launch and the fifth year, you are going to have to change your plan. It's going to happen. It's not even a suggestion. It's not even a maybe. It's going to happen. And so in building EOS Worldwide, it was right at the year and a half mark. I had to completely change the business model. So this is just knowing it's going to happen. And and, and so what happens is the entrepreneur falls in love with their plan and gets so rigid in executing that plan, they're not realizing that they've got to make a major change. For whatever reason, can't tell you what it's going to be. It could be external, it could be internal, but your first plan is not going to be your final plan. So always have a plan B. I love it. I love it.
2: What about somebody who is a a moderately successful entrepreneur already? could they also benefit from from the book? Or is this something that once they've already gone down that path, it's, uh, it's too late?
0: Yeah. And it's funny because I feel like it's a loaded question because every single successful entrepreneur that reads this book, it completely reinvigorates them. It's like they're literally reading their life story. And so I had One of my clients, after reading this book, I'm trying to remember the length of this document. It was outrageous, but he just listed everything that came to him, the inspirations, the ideas, the thoughts from reading the book. So I highly recommend a successful entrepreneur read it because it literally brings you all the way back to the basics. It reignites you as an entrepreneur. And so what I would say is, for the entrepreneurs that exist out there that are already successful, three things. Number one is absolutely read it for yourself to completely reinvigorate yourself. Number two is you have people in your life that are entrepreneurs in the making. And if you have a passion to leave a legacy and mentor these people, this is the tool to do that, to help them determine if they're entrepreneurs, but also an opportunity for you to help and teach and create clarity for them, And then the third is, if you have a passion for teaching entrepreneurs, if you have an organization that does this or you've had a vision to, you can do exactly what Christine did. And so Christine is one of my 128 collaborators. And so if you go to the website e-leap.com and click on the Become a Collaborator button, that's the opportunity to join forces with me. Collaborators are anyone out in the world teaching, coaching, guiding, helping entrepreneurs in the making. I give you all of my content for free. It's an open source, abundance-based model. There's no contracts, no money changes hands. This is just a bunch of people passionate about helping entrepreneurs in the making. You're free to do with this content what you want. All I ask in return is that you give credit where credit is due. Let them know that a book exists. And it's this amazing win-win relationship. And so if you're an entrepreneur out there who gets very excited about this content and wants to teach it, become a collaborator like christine did let's join forces on this journey to impact a million entrepreneurs in the making over the next now 7 years left on our 10 year goal
2: that is awesome you can hear your passion in this in this goal of impacting a million uh, a million people it really it really comes through so what else about the book have we not spoke about that you think we need to?
0: Well, let's see. I mean, I thought there's maybe one last point I would make because if we had eight more hours, I would just read the book to you, but we obviously don't have time <laughs> that. So there's obviously a lot more content, but I, the way I describe this book is if you were an entrepreneur in the making and you were thinking about starting a business, wondering if you're an entrepreneur and you said, will you mentor me? these are the exact words I would say to you in our mentoring relationship. This is what I would teach you. This is what I would share with you. These are the thought-provoking things I would get you thinking about. So it's all in there. And again, it would take me eight hours to say everything I want to say to you. And so it's all in the book. And, And so I guess if there's as we come into the home stretch here and if there were one more thing I would add and let's say two more things because what I do urge if what I just described is you out there please go to the website e leapcom and take advantage of all of the free content the only thing i'm selling you on that website is a book and the first 30 pages of the book are free and downloadable So the first 30 pages are free. You don't have to pay for that. You can see if it pulls you in. But we also put out a video every week. We put out an article every two weeks. There are a ton of free tools. Like I mentioned, there's the 123 Roadmap. So really fully take advantage of all these free tools. There's nothing you need to buy. And I think number two, what I would say is what I love to impart on any entrepreneur in the making, my wish for both them and everyone walking the planet is to let your freak flag fly. And so my wish for everyone is that they truly become themselves and be themselves in the world. And especially an entrepreneur, my overriding purpose is to help entrepreneurs, certainly in leaders, maximize their freedom, creativity and impact in the world. And that is what letting your freak flag fly is as an entrepreneur. It's you fully being you in all of your glory, having total freedom, being totally creative and making a huge impact on the world. And oh, what a world it would be if every entrepreneur and entrepreneur in the making truly just let their freak flag fly. I love it. The other uh, question
2: that I had is, so I'd ask you about the benefit of existing entrepreneurs reading the book and the, and you mentioned it would help reignite their passion or that's been the feedback, but it also strikes me that, that somebody who's always on a lifelong journey of learning, it also seems like there's still, uh, Tactical implementation lessons and other things that maybe somebody knew but forgot. So, would you also say, from that perspective, that even aside from the reigniting the passion, but just from a taking another a fresh look at their business, might there also be value to a current entrepreneur?
0: A hundred percent. I'm so glad you said that because that's inherent. To me, it was inherent what I said. And it's obviously not as clear. And it's the the point I'm making with the client that sent me that lengthy document of everything that came out of it. This, I promise you, if you are a successful entrepreneur and you read this book, you will make at least one course correction in your business, your life, in yourself. Because yes, this is taking you back to 101, pure entrepreneurship. And so, just like the client, you are going to have a ton of ahas. You're going to make some course corrections, at least one, because I'm going to take you all the way back to the basics. And I promise you with these common mistakes and these disciplines and these stages, you are going to have an aha moment that you are making one of those mistakes. You're not practicing one of those disciplines and you missed a stage. So yes, absolutely. 100%.
2: I, I love it. So as we're wrapping up here, I know you'd mentioned that client that read the book that that listed out kind of all the, the ideas that that uh, spurred. I also would imagine that you find your work both as a uh, EOS implementer and around the entrepreneurial leap to be very uh, satisfying and gratifying. I'm just curious if I said to you, hey, what's a story that comes to mind where you felt like you really made a difference in someone's life. Is there a story that just pops into the top of your head? You don't have to mention them by name.
0: Well, it's, I mean, is there a story? So without any bravado or ego, there are about 5,000 stories. So I'm very blessed in that every day I get many notes and cards and emails and messages So is there one? First of all, there are many in this book because many of the stories are from my clients, but it's just so hard to pick one. And so what I'm going to do though, is I'm going to, I'm going to roll them all into one story. Okay. I like it. I think this is a better answer than what you're looking for. So there are five pieces of content that I have put out to the world and where I spend all of my working time talking about through sessions and talks and podcasts and articles. and, And so the first one is what we've been talking about for the last 45 minutes, and that's entrepreneurial leap, and that's for an entrepreneur in the making. The second is rocket fuel, and that's for that entrepreneur when they're ready to go find their perfect integrator match, the visionary integrator concept. Then there's EOS, and that's the book Traction that I wrote, and that's when they're ready to build their company to a 10- to 250-person company and run it like a Swiss watch. And then there's the EOS life when they're ready to live their ideal life, and then there's the 10 disciplines for managing and maximizing your energy, and that's for that person to fully live their optimal life. And so if you're curious about anything and everything I've created and I'm working on, genowickman.com is to go where you go to kind of see it all. But the point is this. Thousands, if not 10,000s, and and maybe we're closing in on a 100,000, that might be a little too extreme, but it is the entrepreneur that is incredibly frustrated with their situation and feeling out of control with their business. And they're beating their head against the wall and they're about to give up and then shoot forward in time two years later when they are 100% doing what they love to do, fully energized all day, every day. They are doing it with people that they love being surrounded by. Every single set of eyeballs they see every day, they literally love them and love seeing each other and love working together. And then take it one step further. Not only are they doing what they love With people that they love, but they are making a huge impact on the world. Literally every day, every hour, every minute, they're making an impact on the world. And then taking one step further, they're being compensated appropriately. They're making exactly the amount of money they want to make. And in some cases, it's a half a million, a million, five million, 10 million, 20 million. I've got clients making all of those numbers. Whatever you want to make, you're making. And then the final piece is that you then have time to pursue other passions. And that is what thousands of our clients are living. And they started out with that horribly frustrating give up state all the way to where they are truly living their ideal life on their way to their optimal life. And so I could tell you one of those stories, but there are literally thousands of those stories. No, that I I get it because I know
2: Christine um, has several Vistage groups and then you know, a number of EOS clients, and I swear she receives daily, if not weekly, uh, feedback uh, like that, where she's very touched to learn the you know the impact she's made in people's lives. So I can only imagine your experience just must be a, a multiple of that. Well, is there anything else? Is there anything we should have covered or a question I should have asked you, but I
0: didn't? Dave, I think we've covered it all.
2: <laughs> that is that is great. Well, this has really been a a great time, and we really, I think we covered a fair amount of stuff. and And as somebody who has read traction, who is has a business that runs on eOS, I just wanted to take a moment to personally thank you for spending the five years you did to 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 get that figured out because I know it's made a difference in in my life. So thank you very much.
0: It means a lot. It makes my day, Dave. Pleasure to meet you and really enjoyed the time with you.
2: Yeah, likewise. Have a have a great afternoon, Gino. You do the same, brother.
1: And there we have it, another great episode on the Christine spray show. Don't forget to check out the show notes at christinespray.com. And you can find out more about how we can be a resource to you at strategiccatalystinc.com. All the best in your continued success until the next time we talk.